With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everyone. This is Louise Crooks, your Keys to Clarity coach, um, live on Blog Talk Radio, KTC Radio, with Michael Lozier. Welcome, Michael. Hello. So Michael is the uh, the um, expert and author of uh, Law of Attraction, the science of attracting more of what you want and less of what you don't want. And I'm just going to introduce Michael with a little bit of his background just so that you can get um, a chance to hear about um, what he's been up to. And then we'll, we'll pick your brains a little bit more, Michael, as we go along. So Michael lives in beautiful Victoria, B.C. on Canada's west coast. That's gorgeous there, isn't it? Oh, love that place. He is the author of the best-selling book, we've just mentioned that, Law of Attraction, The Science of Attracting More of What You Want and Less of What You Don't Want. In 2003, after delivering over 700 hours of teleclasses and hundreds of one-on-one Law of Attraction coaching sessions, Michael combined his Law of Attraction teaching experience with his knowledge of NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, and the end result was a self-published book the, um, of the Law of Attraction, which went on to sell over a quarter of a million copies and is still enjoying success today. That's so exciting. Mm-hmm. So Michael's book now is published in 28 languages around the world, and a copy is selling every two minutes somewhere in the world. That is just amazing, Michael. Absolutely fantastic. Enjoying the success of the movie The Secret, Michael's business flourished as many fans of the, the Secret wondered how to apply the law of attraction. And Michael was quickly, quickly branded as the how-to guy, helping people to understand and apply law of attraction uh, to their business and professional lives. Michael caught the attention of Oprah Winfrey and was subsequently interviewed four times by her on Soul Series on Oprah and Friends. Um, and Michael is now a regular contributor to the Oprah and Friends show and now has his own show called the Law of Attraction Radio Show with Michael Lozier. So um, Michael is completely, uh, uh, sorry, currently completing his second book, Law of Connection, due in June 2009. And I'm really excited to hear about that, Michael. So I just want to again welcome the Law of Attraction how-to guy, Michael Lozier. You know, ideally, we would find out the statistics of the people that are listening to the call tonight and how they just happened to either stumble across it or a friend told a friend or what needed to happen for them to be available to the call today. It's always interesting Mm -hmm. to hear the law of attraction stories that it took. So if you're here and you're listening, and I know you are, (laughs) there (laughs) there is a vibrational reason for that, and it's called law of attraction. And it's happening all around us all the time. So it's kind of handy to find out how it works and why we're getting what we're getting. Absolutely. Hopefully we'll have someone uh, um, pop into the chat room and and let us know. But we also have a caller, actually, Michael. Would you like to take a call now? Uh, Sure. Okay, let's see what they have to say. 
Welcome, uh, area code 603. Hello. Hello. Hello, area code 603. Welcome to the, the um, KCC radio. We are interviewing Michael Lozier live. Do you have a question? Well, I didn't anticipate having an opportunity to ask a question. Well, you've attracted the answer. Or the, I'm the answerer, but you have to be the question asker. And I know that you don't have one, but if you did have one, what would it be? It's interesting. I am um, a, a coach in certification, and I just finished a session with someone who's about to take their oral exam. Okay. And I asked the, that person this question. Um, it's something around being in a relationship. What, what is it? Why, why am I not, why am I not attracted to being in a relationship? Why are you not attracted to being in a relationship? Yes. It sounds like someone's told you that it's important or that you need to be attracted to be in a relationship. So do you have a belief that everybody has to be in a relationship? No. But I've been in relationships, and I know they can be a wonderful thing, and that my life might certainly be richer if I were in a relationship. And and I have to say that I am able to attract almost anything else that I want into my life. Right. Well, here's what I understand about life and living and all this other great stuff is we're really here just to experience love and joy. Wouldn't that be nice if our, the only thing that we had to do was be in complete joy? Of course, being, being in complete joy would mean getting our needs met. And getting our needs met would be strategies and activities and things and people that helped us get our needs met so we could experience joy. What might be happening, because it happens for me, because I'm single and I like being single, I'm getting all of my needs met through the strategies of sharing the message of law of attraction and going on tour and doing TV and radio and having my own radio show. All of that are strategies to bring me complete joy. I can't imagine having to squeeze more in, and I could, but it's pretty nice the way it is. So when I hear people say, not just you, but people tend, tend to talk from a lack of not having a relationship when it sounds like a lot of people have a belief that it's imperative to be in one. Almost all of my friends are single, and we all have great lives. <laughs> it's so true. It's so bizarre. So it might be just reframing the experience. So I'll ask you a question. Are you having a rich, full, delicious life? Yes. Yes. Well, very good. And, you know, if you can live a life of that, to me that's what spirituality is. It's the spirit in which you're living your life. And the spirit in which you're living your life is, you know, rich, rich in joy and joyous and delicious. Hmm. Yeah. Well, that's a very interesting perspective, and I will, uh, I will put that into, um, into my law of attraction jar. Yes, I'm trying to give you permission to experience joy without an outside influence of a relationship. Yeah. And if yeah. you have one, that's okay, too. And if you don't, that's okay, too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Great. Thank you so, thank you so much for like participating that. and, and uh, playing with us. <laughs> Unexpectedly. <laughs> I had muted um, the phone line, so I'm going to go back on mute, and, but I'll okay, be listening. Okay, thank wonderful. you. All right, thanks. 
So, Michael, um, that was a, a wonderful kickstart to the show, and it really, um, we really got into the heart of things there, didn't we? Um, so, well, um, it get in, you know, we, when you say you, we got into the heart of things, mm. I picture an artichoke heart because it's at the very core, right? Mm. So uh, my, the terminology I would, in my seminars, I talk about an onion, and there's layers mm. and layers and layers, and the very core of the onion is joy. So all uh. these layers are things that I do to get my needs met, whether it's a constructive way or a destructive way. And some people don't even know what their needs, that, what their needs are that need to be met. So, yeah. so people are bobbing around, not understanding what their purpose in life yeah. is. Which and is when their why purpose, coaching is so amazing, isn't it? Yes, it'll help you say, oh, this is important to you. This needs to be present in your life. This brings you joy. And people say, wow, it does too. So my motto is simple. If it feels good, do more of it, period. Yeah. Yeah, so that's why it's important. That what sense. are your needs? And then when you know what they are, you use law of attraction to create opportunities to give you more of those things that bring that joy. Yes. Yes, fantastic. In fact, someone in the in the chat room, the dream has said that they are also looking for love and and that they're alone. Um, so um, I, I would imagine that the advice that you gave our caller um, will be very helpful as well for them. Yes. So well, maybe this woman doesn't sound like she likes to be alone. So I was mm. the other woman sounded like she liked it, but a little mm. voice said it wasn't okay. So I just gave her permission that it was okay. This other caller yeah. sounds like they'd they'd like to have a companion, and that's good too. Yes. The very first thing that we need to understand is that law of attraction is always eavesdropping to find out the vibration that we're sending. And when it finds it, it matches it by giving us more of the same vibration. Mm -hmm. People are saying, well, how do I send a vibration? Think about it. Talk about it. Write about it. Paint about it. Tell ten friends about it. Put it in a journal. All of those actions cause you to set the energy in motion. Tell us a little bit more about vibration, Michael. Vibration. Yeah, okay, yeah, I'm using the word quite freely. If we can think yeah. about a vibration, we don't use that word in everyday language, but mm. you tell me, and we're going to slice and dice the word vibration. What's a word within the word vibration that we do use? Mm -hmm. It's the word vibe. Yeah. Now, that's a common word, right? <laughs> we'll say, wow, that's a negative vibe that person's sending off, or wow, the vibes feel pretty good in here. So we use the word vibe a lot, and when we use the word vibe, we're really just describing the mood or the feeling that we're picking up. Mm. So even though some people might use the word feeling, I use the word vibe. The reason why, because uh, the, next, the next part's easy. There's only two kinds, positive and negative. Mm -hmm. So right now, there's a vibe in the room. It's either negative or positive. And right now, we're all sending a vibe. We're sending it or putting off or emitting this vibe, and guess what? It's either negative or positive. Mm. Because there's only two kinds of vibes, negative and positive. Mm -hmm. People say, well, why do I need to know about vibes then? Because here's where law of attraction comes in. It's like a factory uh, robot. It, ch it finds a vibe and matches it. It finds a vibe and matches it. You know, law of attraction doesn't have a brain or a conscience mm -hmm. or doesn't make decisions. It's a robot. Here's a vibe match it. Here's a vibe match it. So as it's eavesdropping on our vibes, it's, it's picking up a vibration and then matching it. It doesn't know whether it's good or bad for us or whether it's yeah. um, healthy or not healthy. Yeah. The, oh, and this next sentence, and then I'm going to stop talking. I promise. <laughs> the, only thing, the only way to attract anything is to send the vibe of the way you want it to be. Law of Attraction doesn't know how you're sending it. Well, think about it, talk about it, write about it, visualize, whatever it is, send that vibe 
so law of attraction can match it. But most mm. people aren't sending the vibe the way they want it. They're sending the vibe of the way it is. Mm. And that's why they keep getting more of the way it is. Yeah. And I'm thinking that, um, Michael, that when you say that, it really is about believing as well. It's, it's having the emotion that's behind the, the, the desire um, that's really going to communicate with the, the universe around that. Yes. You know, there's three steps to the formula for deliberate attraction. That means, oh, you can attract it deliberately, and you're covering a step right now. So let's, the very first step says, what do you want? Well, that makes sense, right? Yeah, when you go to the restaurant, you have to tell the server what you want. When you go online to do a search, you have to tell, you have to tell the system what you want. But most people don't know what they do want, but they're very good at telling us what they don't want. Yes. So the first step is, what do you want? And, uh, this, and this is where I get everybody started. Build a list of what you don't want, and it will help birth what you do want. So let's talk, you know, if your friend was on the line, I'd say, well, what don't you like in the men you've been attracting? Well, I don't like this, and I don't like that, and I don't like this, and I don't like that. And as they're telling me all the things that they don't like, and we write it down, we just got a blueprint of their vibration. Mm. But here's what's so important for everybody to hear. Whenever I say what we don't want, we just gave it attention. And as I give anything attention, the obedient law of attraction is matching it. So when I say, uh, if I go to the Internet and I say no football, well, in the, uh, football comes up. I mean, the Internet doesn't understand don't, not, and no. It strips it away. Mm. And so does law of attraction. So the very first step is you have to reset the words you're using and realign your words. Get rid of the words don't, not, and no. Yeah. Build a list of what you don't want so you can birth what you do want. And that step alone will reset the vibration and cause you to send send a new vibration. And law of attraction doesn't know that it's new. It just has to match it. Mm, much more positive energy That's right. than, uh-huh. than using those words. Yeah. yeah. And some people think the only thing you have to do is build a list. Mm. Well, if the only thing you had to do is build a list, we'd have everything we built a list for. So yeah. this is only step one, and there's three steps in the formula. And the first one is build a list. Yeah. It's called... That's great, uh, Michael. So, so what do you do when you, now that you're putting attention... On, on what you don't want, and you, and you don't really want to be putting attention on what you don't want. <laughs> yeah. how, do you, how do you go through that? Well, there's a little, uh, you know, there's a little programming tool I'm going to mm-hmm. give people, and mm-hmm. every time they use the word don't, not, and no, in that very moment, I want them to say, so what do I want? Mm. So you and I are going to practice it. So I'm going to say what I don't want, and then I want you to tell me, so what do I want? We're going to do a little round of them. Oh, I don't want this to be difficult. I want this to be easy. No, so you ask me, so what do you want? I want us to train our brain. (laughs) I don't want this to be difficult. So what do you want? I want it to be easy. Don't forget. Mm. Ask me. Don't forget. forget. No, I want you to ask me the question, so what do you want? Right now I'm training our brains to ask that question. One more Mm -hmm. time. Don't forget. What do you want? Uh, Remember, don't slam the door. You just got me, Michael. <laughs> okay, so what I'm doing here is I'm proving a point that we use the yeah. word don't, not, and know a lot. And whenever right, we right. catch ourselves doing it, to say, so what do we want? That'll reset yeah. the words. When the words get reset, the vibration gets reset. Right. And now you're sending the vibration of the what you want, not what you don't want. All imperative right. steps. Yeah, the energy is so different around it, isn't it? Yes. And that's what law of attraction doesn't respond to the words. It responds to how you feel about the words. 
Yeah. That's the key, isn't it? It's the feeling of behind it. Yes. You know, I talk about affirmations, and affirmations, although they're positive affirmations, can send a negative vibration. Mm. You know, affirmations are are told, or we're taught, or we're told to tell ourselves something that isn't true. I have a happy, Mm -hmm. slender body. Mm -hmm. My bank account's overflowing. I've got awesome clients. I love my body. I love my neighbors. You know, it it tells us to say stuff, and our little voice says, well, that's not true. Yeah. You don't love your body. You don't have happy relationships. You don't have awesome clients. And that negative negative thoughts just created a negative vibration. Yeah. So on one hand, we're saying that we're affirming it. On the other hand, we're sending a negative vibration because of the affirmation. I'll say it again. A positive affirmation can have a negative vibration. Mm, that makes a lot of sense, Michael. Yes. So how do you switch that around to work for you? Well, aren't you smart? Because <laughs> you know I'm the how-to guy, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay, here's how, to do, here's how to do this differently. I think it's important to be able to talk about and affirm what we want. And when I talk about and affirm what I want, I just gave it attention, energy, and focus. And as I give anything attention, energy, and focus, the obedient law of attraction starts to unfold and orchestrate to bring me more of it. So ideally, I'd want to use affirmations or something like them more often. Yes or no? Mm. Yes, okay, so here's yeah. how to do it. It's a sentence, and it's all about words. And the sentence mm. is very carefully written. And the sentence is, I'm in the process of attracting my ideal blank. Mm. You could say, I'm in the process of attracting my ideal body. I'm in the process of attracting more money. I'm in the process of attracting an ideal boyfriend or girlfriend. I'm in the process of attracting an ideal client. Now, I know there are affirmation police listening right now, and they're probably (laughs) saying, he's used a word you're not supposed to use. I'll Mm -hmm. say it again. You tell me what the word you think it is. I'm in the process of attracting my ideal mate. What word is anti-affirmation? The word hmm. process. <laughs> they oh, say never, never state that you're in the process. Oh, Always state neat. it as if you have it. Right. Okay. But if I, would, I wouldn't have known that about the word process, but oh um, yeah, because here's that makes what, sense. That makes sense. Yeah, process means right now. So here's a little right. test on the word process, because I know people are saying not to use it, but if you tell yourself that you have something and you don't the likelihood of a little voice saying, you just said you have it and you don't. But when I say that I'm in the process, here's what happens. If I I talk to you over lunch about something I wanted, I just gave it attention, so I set the energy in motion. If I write an email to you about something I desire, I just gave it attention, so I set the energy in motion, so it's in process. And if I build a list of what I desire, while I was building the list, I gave it attention. While I gave it attention, I set the energy in motion. So when I tell you I'm in the process of attracting an ideal interview, I just let, launch that energy. I just set the energy in motion just by saying it. So mm-hmm. it becomes true, and if it's true, it feels good. Mm, definitely. It's much more believable. Yes, and we're always in the process. Right now, we're in the process of sending a vibration, and a lot of attractions in the process of matching it. So we're always in process. And even mm-hmm. when we think we get what we want, we want something bigger, better, and different. So enjoy the process, not the manifestation, although that's fun too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was curious because I was um, looking at the word, uh, you know, manifestation, um, you know, which is more about giving off rather than attracting. So, the, you know, the, the, the difference between the energy coming and going, which mm-hmm. is kind of interesting. 
Yeah, the okay. other thing that I'd like to bring up is the word want, you know, because mm-hmm. I use the word want. I want one of those. I want one of those. And I hear people mm-hmm. say, and I hear people teaching, not mm-hmm. to use the word want. Mm-hmm. Because when you use the word want, you're vibrating lackfulness. Have you heard that kind of sentence before? Say that again, Michael. Well, something like, well, don't use the word want, because that means mm-hmm. you're, you're vibrating lack or that you don't have. Oh, I see. Yeah, we've heard people say that, right? Yeah. I have, in fact, I've, I've heard one of my one of the coaches, uh, one of my colleagues, actually uh, told me about using not using the word want um, when I did the workshop based on, on your book. Yeah. And well, um, I'm going to help you with that. I'm going to bring you. Yeah, to that's great. So we're going to play a little game, and you're going to be my vibrational meter reader, and I want yeah. you to read my vibration, and it's either what negative or positive. So what's my vibration when I say, and I'm using the word want when I say. I want one of those. I don't have one. Where's it going to come from? I want one of those. Negative or positive vibration? Negative. Okay. Ooh, I want the red one. Look at it. It's awesome. I love that. That's the one I want. What kind of vibration? Positive or negative? Positive. Mm -hmm. So my point here, and this is important even for people to write down, it's not the word I use. Mm -hmm. It's how I feel about the word that I use. So it's okay to want and it's okay to desire, providing it feels good when you use the word. If it doesn't, use something different. Very good advice, Michael. Yes, wanting's, you know, wanting's helpful. If we yeah. didn't want, we'd always st- we'd always have what we have, and we would never change. Yeah, and we can want the greater good. You know, that how can that be? Um, how can that be seen as negative? <laughs> yes, well, you can't want for. Uh, negative things, but you can mm-hmm. give attention to negative things, and you'll attract right. it. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Law of attraction doesn't know why we're sending the vibration; it just matches it. Mm. So whether we're talking about it, or witnessing, or observing it, or reading it, or writing it, or thinking it, or writing about it, <laughs> it's causing us to send the vibration. Right. Law of attraction. Law of attraction. Um, just it's very obedient. Like you know, it doesn't mm-hmm. know the difference; it just matches. Yes, I, I, it was. I, I was quite curious with the words that you used earlier. It really struck a chord for me, which is uh, that the law of attraction doesn't have a conscience. Yeah. You know, because often I hear of people saying, "Well, how could this have happened to me?" Yeah. Um, you know, and, and it, it, we want to acknowledge the good things that we bring into our lives, but we don't necessarily want to acknowledge the negative. Yeah. And I really like the way that you put that. You know, it doesn't ha- have a conscience, so. You know, we might not even be aware of, of a vibration we're sending out that might bring something to us that we don't That's like. Right. You can tell that you did, though, if you've attracted something negative. Mm. You know, if people are curious and they want to know what their vibration is, it's easy to find out. Mm-hmm. Go to any area and take a look and see what you're getting. It's a perfect match. Mm. But the best news of all is we can control the results that we're getting. Mm-hmm. There's no other being that can do that. We can do that. We can control the results. And the only way to get different results, this is important, the only way to get different results is to send a different vibration, period. Mm. You want to have a different result? What changes? Your vibration, period. It's the easiest job ever. Yeah. People resist it everywhere. <laughs> yeah. The easiest <laughs> job ever is change your vibration. When you change your vibration, you change the results. Right. And the other way holds true. If you see something that you're getting, celebrate it if you like it. And say, ooh, I love that. I love when this happens. Mm. And in the celebration, now you've just sent more of the vibration. 
But I want to introduce a word that's not in my book, but I think Mm -hmm. a lot of people might be able to relate to it. It's the word um, accountability. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Mm. I'm going to give you the Michael Loge definition for accountability. So um, accountability, there's two words buried within that word. What's one of them? Account, Account. and the other one is ability. Ability. Yeah, I'm a slicer and dicer of words, right? Mm -hmm. Accountability. So here's what my interpretation of the word means. My ability to account for, double underline the word for, my ability to account for why I'm attracting what I'm attracting. I have the ability to account for it or to explain why I'm attracting what I'm attracting. So let's mm-hmm. test it. All these people that get the great parking spots, do mm-hmm. they have the ability to account for why they're attracting it? Mm-hmm. Oh, and they'll brag about it. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's here because of me. I attracted this parking spot. <laughs> my, my parking angel did that. My mm-hmm. vines put that out there. The universe loves me. See all the ways that they can account for why it's happened? Mm-hmm. And this will tie into what you were talking about. And when the crappy negative stuff shows up, mm-hmm. it's like, why is this happening to me? Mm-hmm. I don't deserve this. Yeah. My question says, it stands, do we have the ability to account for why we attracted the negative things? Mm-hmm. Yes. We don't have to like it, but mm-hmm. we do have the ability to account for it. We can say, that's here because of my vibes. I don't know what was causing me to send the vibes to attract that, but I can reset them right now. Mm. See, the whole... Okay, go ahead. I was going to say, what do you think of the idea of of society attracting something to itself? I'm just thinking of... You must have had the question about the the World Trade Center um, terrorist attack and things like that. You know, so I'm just wondering, you know, what your thoughts are on, on that type of yeah, um, I situation. I have some thoughts about that. I don't know if it's true or not, but it's my mm-hmm. understanding. Mm-hmm. If, I'm sure if we could hold a large vibrational meter reader yeah. over countries, mm-hmm. we would show different vibrations. Yeah. And if we point them over different cities, we'd have a different vibration, and over mm-hmm. different neighborhoods, we'd have different vibrations. Yeah. So I believe there is a vibration, a a collective vibration in neighborhoods and in regions Mm -hmm. and, you know, a neighborhood that that, uh, vibrates fear and break-ins will attract that. And a neighborhood that has neighborhood watch and love and caring for their children, Mm -hmm. that that vibration will um, be matched in that neighborhood. And, Mm -hmm. and, and, uh, you know, in, uh, in other vibrations where... You know where they they're opulent and there's money like the Hamptons and stuff. I mean, yeah. the, I mean if you could put a vibrational meter, the the feeling of abundance must be stronger there. Mm-hmm. I don't know if any of that's true, but it makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. It does and make sense, and that's why some sense. places attract some things and others don't. And it's it's curious because um, you know one of the um, niches that I coach is um, uh, women struggling with uh, infertility challenges. Yeah. And um it's a really difficult one, you know, that that particular topic because um you know the idea of of um attracting that to yourself when it's such a it can be such a sensitive um and sad um you know story for a lot of people in that position. What yeah. what are your thoughts on that, Michael? Well, I tell a story in my seminars about um knowing a, a friend of mine, they were uh, infertile in they were you know they were infertile. You mm-hmm. can almost hear the the affirmation of that. Right. 
oh, we're infertile, we're infertile, we're infertile. Yeah. Yeah. So they tried everything, and every time they went to a different appointment, and every time they went to something different, what mm-hmm. were they giving attention, energy, and focus to? To being infertile, how difficult mm-hmm. was, and um, mm-hmm. and so on. So they they spent so much time affirming that. Mm. Yeah, it, it's so, an interesting one as well because often the just the word um, or the diagnosis infertility actually. Um, is only in that moment anyway, you know, and a lot of people carry that as a banner. Yeah. So, um, you know, that, of course, is going to create that vibration. Yes. But, so uh, here's what happens. They spent like two years um, having, mm-hmm. having lots of disbelief about it, and you touched on it earlier. Disbelief is a negative vibration, mm-hmm. and the negative vibration of our disbelief or our doubt, it stops the positive vibration of our desire. So on one hand, we desire it, that's getting pregnant, and on the other hand, we disbelieve it, and the disbelief of the negative vibration is stronger than the positive vibration of the desire, so the net effect is nothing. Yeah, so my friends, in a couple of years, they finally gave up and said, you know what, we're going to adopt. So they adopted a baby. Mm-hmm. So what changed after the mother and father had a new baby? But what changed was their belief about being parents and how good that felt and how loving they were and how they were such perfect parents and mothers and they shifted their focus and then they get pregnant. I know you've heard that story a hundred times. Oh, yeah. So my question remains is what changed and the vibration changed. When the mother saw herself as a mother and was offering the mothering vibration. And So I would like to be as bold to say people in that situation – they can change the results when they change their vibration. Yeah. One thing to help them with removing the doubt is to, is to help them collect proof. Help mm. them collect proof that people that were infertile became fertile. Yeah. And whether it's 10 people or 10 million people, now they'll have some basis to believe the truthness of that. Mm. And when they start to believe it, they remove the doubt. And when they remove the doubt, they, um, they speed up the manifestation. Yes. The other part I wanted to ask you as well, Mike, is that sometimes someone wants something so much, it's almost like the energy gets constricted. That's, that's my sense yeah. around something as well. And, and I'm wondering if that's part of it, you know, when they let go of the expectation of have, trying to have a baby and, and, and the whole infertility aspect that, you know, the, the energy opens up when they let go of that expectation, when they let go of that, well, that because outcome. They stopped, yeah, because they stopped offering the negative doubt about it. Wanting right. something so much, um, it, um, although it sounds like a, 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 a positive experience, might not mm-hmm. be one. Sort of a... Yeah, I want that so much. It's always, <laughs> I want that so much. I need to have it because of this and this and this. So, you know, when people yeah. say they, really, they want it really bad, then yeah. I know they're offering a negative vibration. When they can say, mm, I love the thought of having one of those. It would be so awesome to have mm-hmm. one of those. Which is different than I must Michael. have one. That's interesting because it's coming from that place of neediness rather than fulfilling perhaps a... Um, That's right. Again, if we, could, know, if we could use our vibrational meter reader, because yeah. you and I don't know what they're feeling when they say it, but I know yeah, what yeah. I would feel if I said it. Yeah. So I would say... It's a negative vibration. Yeah. Yeah. That's very interesting. Thank you for talking about that. I, it's just such a... You know, difficult topic. You know, for that particular niche, and and um, a lot of my clients are are discovering the idea of of, of the positive um, thinking and how it can be a blessing on that journey. And that's what I'm trying to 
communicate yeah. to them as well. So yeah. there's another yeah, little point cool. I, th I mm. think people would like to hear as well. Mm -hmm. You know about attracting negative things. We all do, yes. even me. Yes. But mm -hmm. it's not what happens to us, but it's how we respond to it. Ah. Which is responsibility, my ability to respond. Am I going to get all ticked off and swear and complain and get all negative? I mean, am I going to do that? Or do I have an ability to respond in a different way? I do. I can mm -hmm. respond in a positive way and, and reframe it or say, you know what, that's pretty crappy, but here's what I'd like instead. I'm excited at the thought of this, this experience being different and looking this way. This is what I'd like next time. Mm -hmm. So responsibility is my ability to respond, particularly when something negative happens to me. Yeah, yeah. And that's about having a choice as well, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Well, mm. we're always that choice. We're yeah. always that choice about do I maintain and hold this negative vibration or can I ch do I choose to do something to make yeah. it better? Yeah, we're always absolutely. that choice. Even if something negative happens to me at that very moment, it's like, okay, what's my response to be here? I'm too lazy to be positive about it. I hate when this happens. I can be negative. I'm not telling people not to have negative vibrations or not to feel sad or lonely. There's a consequence if you hold the vibration too long. Too long. That's very long. key. Very you, key. Michael. You can have I think a lot sadness. of people can hold on to it. You know, yes. they hold on to it like a banner, or um, you know, like a they wear a story. It. It's their tape. It's a story. Yeah. Their yeah. tape. They're telling all. It's exactly. like, oh, let me tell you my story. I said, no, I don't need to know your story. I just need yeah. to know what you want. Yeah. And then you start talking to the essence of who they are. Yes. Beautiful. Yeah. Wow. Well, I, stop, I stop many storytellers from telling the story. <laughs> and even I talked to a woman this week, and after we got through this little clarity of contrast, I said, now, I want you to, to make a commitment that you don't mm -hmm. tell that story again. Mm. She got really quiet. I said, I know it's, it's a big part of where, what brought you right now, but... It uh, just sets you up vibrationally. So tell your new story. Mm. Yeah, so I'm not so sure. So when you were telling, uh, uh, asking her to tell the new story, was it the story that she wanted for herself? or was Yeah, it, it, was, it was the birthing of the clarity through the negative stuff. I wasn't saying forget about it. It's like, okay, yeah. here's what you didn't like about that. Let's, let's birth some clarity about what you do want. Mm. And boy, that was really a great uh, change in vibrations. And that's what I want to get from people. You can hang on to the old story, and the best way to relieve it is to birth the clarity from it. Say, what would I like instead? And boom, there, now you can let it go. Yeah. Sometimes people think I mean just to have happy thoughts. No, you have to yeah. use the negative thoughts to help birth the desire by asking the same question, so what do I want? Yeah. So, Michael, what do you say to the, uh, you know, the, the whole um, aspect of us having this little little voice in our heads that constantly tries to counteract the um, positive intentions and uh, vibrations that we're sending out, you know, to, to deal with that, that little voice that just keeps, you know, appearing and, um, you know, sabotaging us. Yes. Well, we all have the little voice, but mm. to all of us, it's like, which, which voice is louder? Mm. <laughs> you know, which voice, which voice am I going to look louder? We're always talking to ourselves already all the time. You know, the whole notion about using the word don't, not, and no, and say, so what do I want? I wish I could give a guarantee to this, but I promise people, when they learn how to reframe all their don't, nots, and no's, mm. they will automatically have a better vibration. 
it'll clean up a lot of the negative stuff. They'll watch yeah. their words, they'll watch their thoughts. And this is the best way to practice. People say, how do I practice it? Well, it's a lifelong effort. It's lifelong homework to remember to eliminate and reduce the words don't, not, and no. Then after a while, you'll have a fleeting negative thought maybe one minute every 60. Mm-hmm. When for, you know, I had a woman said, uh, Michael, I keep getting a negative thought about, you know, once or twice an hour. And I said, oh, boo-hoo to you. <laughs> boo-hoo to you. Lucky, lucky her. I know. So I asked her, I said, so before, you, you know, and I was working with her, I said, so before uh, we were working together, tell me the ratio between negative and positive. She goes, well, in the past I would have like three positive thoughts in one hour. I said, well, you're doing pretty good right now. Wow. You have two fleeting negative thoughts because she really trained her mind to the newer, louder mind. So what would I like instead? But it's a training. And after a while, you really do eliminate the words don't, not, and no. Even just by using them in this conversation, my little flares are going up saying, hey, you're using the word don't, not, and no. (laughs) But I've trained myself so well that it doesn't know the difference between using it and teaching it. So that's what trained behavior is. Yeah. That's so. That's great, uh, Michael. And in fact, uh, my clients laugh now because I always pick pick on them when you know when the when those words come up. And in fact, there are other words that I also um, uh, request that they they rephrase, which is yeah. the must, should, you know, um, those types of words that really have that oppressive vibration yeah. about them as well. So, yeah. Um, oh, good. That's, that's that's really cool. And try is a nice one to eliminate too. Yeah, try is a dignified oh. way of lying. <laughs> yeah. Well, there is no try. Either you will or you exactly. won't. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Are you committed or are you not? <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. So, Michael, how did how did you actually get into... Uh, well, first off, I should just start asking you before I, I launch into how you got into... Um, working with the law of attraction. Do you feel that there's any other? Are there any other steps that you'd like to share with the audience or the Well, listeners? step one is what do I want. Step two is give it to attention, and step three is to get rid of the doubt. Okay. So, and I know I know they sound simple, but each one of them has lots of information. Oh yeah. At least I'd love people to go to the bookstore, sit down, and read my book. Right. <laughs> it's the least thing they should do. So they and can I really, really recommend that. Yeah. I really recommend that. Michael's book, Law of Attraction, The Science of Attracting More of What You Want and Less of What You Don't, yeah. is amazing. It's yeah. I always really... say my intentions are to teach it to people, so mm-hmm. just go sit in a bookstore and read it. You can read it in two mm-hmm. hours and absorb it. And, or go to a bookstore and read a chapter a day. I mean, really absorb it. And I know things change for people even after just reading mm-hmm. the book. Yeah. They don't even have to get a pen and paper. Just reading it shifts their vibrations. Yeah, just creates that awareness of of what they're yeah. doing and how they can be different. So that's really amazing. Um, well, thanks for that, uh, Michael. And, and I, as I said, you know, to everyone out there, please, you know, do yourself a favor and read his book. It's just, it really simplifies the idea of of the, the concepts of the law of attraction. Because I know that you know there are a lot of other teachers out there. And it can feel really complex and um, uh, kind of hard hard to grasp. So um, I, I really feel, Michael, that your book um, really gave us a, a way to really get, um, you know, to grips with how to, to use right, it. Thank you. So it does anybody wonderful. have questions for us? Yes, we have a question. There, let me, uh, that was, how did you know that was happening? That, I don't know. That just, is a law of attraction. <laughs> I, had a, I had a hunch. <laughs> okay, here we go. 
Good evening, um, Area 919. Do you have a question for Michael? Uh, no, I don't have a question. I, I just want to uh, uh, agree with what uh, I heard. The law of attraction mm -hmm. is working regardless if mm. we believe in it or not. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, uh, I, I do have a challenge I'm dealing with right now, and I'm going. I'm asking everybody on the blogs and on the internet, as well as the people I know, to uh, solicit their help and their support. Uh, with the challenge, the one I'm dealing with, and uh, it's uh, 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 regarding to the power of the prayer, so uh, which I believe in myself. Okay, so good. If uh, if if, uh, if anybody interested to know more about it, they can email me, and I will send them the information. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, are you keeping your vibrations nice and pure through this All process? All the time. All the it's time. Working. Okay, good. And it sounds like you got some people outside of yourself that are uh, maintaining positive vibes around you as well. I will not allow any other negative uh, energy okay. come around me. So okay. that's so. part of the that's part of the law of attraction. But this particular miracle I'm, I'm working on, it's the third time around. Yeah. It's the same challenge, but three different. Uh, in other words, three different. Um, uh, what do you call it? Sources. The source yeah. is different, but the challenge is the same. Yeah. If, if that yeah. makes any sense. So I'm dealing mm -hmm. with the, the 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 same challenge for the third time. I was able to overcome the challenge twice so far. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, I would like to uh, uh, overcome it the third time around. Right. And I'm a little story that you tell yourself about your body. What's that? Is there a little story that you tell yourself about your body? My well, body does said, this. I keep, I, keep, I keep positive energy all the time surrounding me, uh, and I will, I will concentrate on what I want to do instead of what I would, I would, I would, instead of what I would like not to do. Okay. Well, it sounds like you're in good shape. Mm, sounds wonderful. Thanks so yes. much for sharing that with us. Yeah. And just remind yourself that your body's resilient. Because that's yeah. true. Our bodies are very resilient. Yeah, yeah but uh, as I say, again, I'm reaching out to everybody in the community, on the Internet, mm -hmm. on the blogs, and ask them as part of the, you know, as part of the process when people mm -hmm. uh, believe, believe in sharing challenges with others because uh, this is not the only, I'm not the only one who's facing this challenge in this, in mm -hmm. this universe. Mm -hmm. right. And by reaching out to others and share with them what I'm sharing with, I would be able to strengthen my own and reach out and help others to do the same thing. Beautiful. Okay, good stuff. And we can send the positive energy and vibes to you right now, not even knowing what it is. Well, I mean, in order for you to be intelligent and focus your energy on what I would like to accomplish, you have to know what I'm dealing with. Yes, I wouldn't agree with that. Mm. If I can mm, support you in keeping a really strong, high vibration, mm -hmm. it wouldn't matter to me what it was. Yeah. If I can, you know, I don't think I can vibrate for you, but I can influence your vibrations. Mm. Okay, I understand. By, by the time that we'd spend together in the conversation and supporting each other's words and so on, that would be a great way to influence, help you influence your vibrations. Okay, yeah. I understand. Yeah. Is that the, is that, uh, um, doctor, is that the doctor? Yes, I am. I remember you called in before, 
Um, Doctor, is it possible for you to put your information in the chat room so that uh, we can just get um, a place to visit for you know to to um, you know for people to so they can um, see it. Yeah. yeah. Well, unfortunately, I'm not, able, I'm not able to do that. Okay. Well, what's your what's your email then? And then I it's can put that a, on. It's, thank you for asking. It's AAI Exchange at msn.com. Okay. Great. Thanks so much, Doctor, for for participating, and and um, I, I really wish you well with your with your your um, your positive vibration around this this issue. Same to you. Thank you. Bye Thank bye. you so much. Okay, wonderful. Thanks for that, Michael. That that's great. You're welcome. And I really do believe that. You know, you can send a positive vibration to anyone and not necessarily know what they're going through. Yes. Well, I even have a whole different opinion about that whole subject. <laughs> so I'm always, I'm always called within whether to give my opinion or not about that. Well, give it, give it. Well, I don't, for me, now there'll be a scientist that can prove me wrong, but I can't prove it right or wrong. When I'm sending the vibration of anything, I'm sending it in my own physical vibration. Mm -hmm. So if I was sending you a vibration around wellness, yeah. law of attraction wouldn't know I'm thinking or sending it to you because it doesn't know names, right? It's right. just picking up on the vibration around me. Okay. I'll tell you a different ex example. Years ago, I was coaching a coach that wanted to attract some clients. So I spent a half hour with her. We were doing the law of attraction stuff. We removed some doubt. We got all excited. and it was, oh, it was so much fun. I got off the phone, and I had two messages on my phone in the half hour that I was helping her to attract clients. What did I get? Two new clients. <laughs> Here's my point. When I was helping her with removing her doubt and changing her vibration, by talking about it, it created that vibration within me. So I wasn't doing it for or to her. Mm -hmm. I was just sending my own vibration. And Law of Attraction didn't know the vibration was for me or her. Mm. I can't, so I don't, I don't believe I can send a vibration to somebody, but I believe I can mm -hmm. influence their vibrations yeah. by the words and the conversations that we have and how I support them with love or, or do I make them feel doubtful or less about themselves. So, yeah, um, so, yeah we can influence other people's vibrations. That's and, of course, knowing that lots of people are praying for you might make you feel good too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's interesting actually, um, Michael, because I saw um, a little uh, experiment done when I was at the um, ICF and uh, uh, conference in Montreal yeah. this time round, and um, there was a chap there that was using a, a dowsing rods or divining rods. Some people might might know yeah. them as. Have you have you seen that happen before? Yeah. Where they, no, but where I know the, the, the rods that kind of pick up energy yeah. in the room. Yeah. Oh my God, it was actually amazing because it really proved to me, in a sense, you know, what um, how powerful the law of attraction was, um, that you could see it physically. And um, he actually asked a couple of people to come on stage and and to um, uh, you know ask one person to think thoughts about the other person. We wouldn't know what what it was, but we would certainly find out because suddenly the the dowsing sticks would, would um, fly apart and, um, you know, at a certain point. Um, and, and then you would know that, you know, good energy was coming her way from this other person. Yeah. And then when it changed, the dowsing sticks stayed together right up to the, to the, um, the chest of the person. So I just thought that was fascinating. But then they were in the same room, so I don't know whether that has... 
And was that energy being sent from somebody to somebody, or was it just like they were leaking their vibration? I mean, they were they were sending it to someone. Yeah, could you? Yeah, yeah. Without saying it, it was a specific experiment. Hmm? Yeah, without saying it, I wouldn't understand it. I understand better. It's amazing. Yeah, I'll have to email you the information so you can check that out. But it was just—I was astounded by that. It was very powerful. But we've got another um, we've got another caller on the line, uh, Michael. So if you'd like to take the next question, sure. okay. Here we code five three zero. Welcome. Oh yes, hello. I'm sorry, I missed the I missed the beginning of your call. <laughs> oh, we're glad That's that you're okay. here. Okay. You 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 can listen to the rest of the podcast later. Okay. <laughs> mm. What would you like to ask, Michael? You know, I I don't have anything actually prepared. Um, I just was calling in to listen. Okay, great. We'll carry on listening and we'll put you on mute. <laughs> okay, thank you. Thanks. Take care. Thank you. Okay. So, so Michael, um, what I was going to ask you was, uh, you know, how you how you became attracted to working with the law of attraction. What happened that that drew you to it? Well, I think like a lot of people, we always knew about law of attraction, but didn't really know how it was defined. And mm. you know, I remember my parents called it the power of positive thinking, didn't they? Yes, and, and I remember years ago, Brian Tracy had a like a paragraph in his book called The Law of Attraction, mm. and I remember it saying like equals like or like attracts like. I didn't know. I have no idea what that meant at all. Mm. But I did know that I attracted positive things, and I would say, hey, that's the universe. You know, I was had enough spiritual understanding to think, it, okay, there's a relationship here to when I'm feeling good, I get good things. But I was quite puzzled and didn't understand why I would attract negative things. Mm. I mean, how could a positive person attract negative things? So I started my own personal development journey and learned more stuff and learned a lot about energy. Mm-hmm. And then in 1996, I went to Seattle to see a Law of Attraction seminar. And that's when I really got it about the whole law of attraction matches negative or positive. Mm. And that was my big aha moment for me. Uh, then I studied NLP, stands for Neuro Linguistic Programming. And mm-hmm. that's when I married the two together. This information that I le- learned about law of attraction, which can be pretty out there and pretty spiritual to some people. Mm-hmm. And about NLP, which is Neuro Linguistic Programming, you know, how to apply it, how to use it, what happens when you say this and this and this and so on. Yes. So I married the two together, started doing teleclasses from my home, still working for the government full-time. In the evenings, I'd come home, do teleclasses. And I did two a week, every week for two years. So I did like 400 hours of the same thing over and over and over again. And I collected notes and testimonials and success stories and questions and all kinds of stuff. And then I started writing my book in 2000. I spent three years writing it, and I released it in 2003. It became an underground success with lots of uh, different groups of people. Amazing. And um, then in 2003, The Secret came No, sorry, my book came out in 2003. Then mm-hmm. in 2006, The Secret came out, and that really created a big demand for how to use Law of Attraction. Yes. Now, although The Secret was quite inspirational, it wasn't very educational. Yeah. So that's where my book came in. So. Um, I like being available to all the secret fans <laughs> so they can say, oh, this is how you make it work. 
Yeah, and I, I really get that from a lot of people. You know, it just doesn't take it quite far enough. You know, about how to put it into action and and, and yeah. uh, really get a good understanding of the science. Yeah, and I was asked to be in the secret twice, and I turned it down. So wow! I know. Oh my you know I, I, I know. I just wasn't in vibrational harmony with it when I was asked. Ah. And even when it came out, it didn't. It wasn't a match for me either. Ah. So I used, I used my vibrational meter to help yeah. me make that decision, and I'm pleased with the results. Yes, well, it sounds like you were acting in integrity with what you yes. really believed. Yeah. Yes, thank Beautiful. you. I was just helping a friend write an article about integrity, and he said, mm-hmm. you have the most integrity of anybody I know, and I want to write about integrity. So he said, what are some of your rules about integrity? Which kind of mm-hmm. stumped me, and one of them was, I do what I say I'm going to do. Mm. I do what I say I'm going to do. And the other one is, I say yes when I mean yes, and I say no when I mean no. Yeah. And he said, oh, my God, that is so you. <laughs> and I said, and and I'll even do it if it's going to be uncomfortable. Mm. Like if I have to let somebody go or end a project or end a relationship with a supplier, I will I will let go of relationships that don't serve me. Right. Yeah. It's great. People certainly would know where they, where they stood, that's for sure. Yes. <laughs> So, Michael, what, what's happening with your new book, The Law of Connection? What's that about? Oh, it's, it's a law of connection. Now, my publisher that produced Law of Attraction, you know, I sold a quarter of a million copies on my own from loyal fans and seminars and talk show radio and stuff. Then I had an offer to sell it in June to, or last June. Mm-hmm. So now it's published in 28 languages. And right now it's number one and number two in Malaysia, the wow. English version and the Malay version are both number one and two, so it's a really hot book right now. That's amazing. Yeah. So I've written a new book. It's called Law of Connection, mm-hmm. and it talks about why people connect and why they don't connect. Mm-hmm. gives people a really better understanding of their own style and, the four, and three other styles and how to communicate with the best, how to talk their language, how to work around their strengths or their weaknesses and really enhancing relationships when we understand that not everybody processes the way we do. It's all about relationships. It's based on NLP, and it's similar to my first book. It's easy. It's got assessments and worksheets and and um, examples and illustrations and stories. Like it's a really nice, easy book. It's a book you can read a chapter at a time. So I'm going to read this, and then it all builds and builds and builds to be a um, a, a teaching aid. Sounds great. Looking yeah. forward to it. And I just want to mention to the listeners that uh, just talking about worksheets and things like that, you can actually go onto Michael's um, website, uh, lawofattractionbook.com, and you can download his worksheets for um, working on um, putting the law of attraction to action. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, they complement the worksheets in the book. So most people that are using the worksheets have understand about them through the book. So people that haven't read the book can get them too, but they might not make sense. Yes. Again, get a chance to read the book. And I've got lots of articles out there. It's Mm lawofattractionbook.com. I've got about 20 videos, little three-minute teaching videos. I'm a teacher first, as you can tell on my staff. (laughs) Teach it, teach it, (laughs) teach it. So I do it on video. I do it on free audios. I do it on my monthly e-zine. I do it on radio shows. I'm always in this energy. Yes, that's great. Really, And it's such a... um, a wonderful thing to give to the world. It's no wonder you, you keep attracting all these amazing things, Michael. I know, it's true. I have such a great <laughs> life. Yes, yeah, it's, it's amazing, but you, you're making it so, which is which is wonderful. Yes. 
Um, so, so Michael, we've got five minutes left, so I just want to check in with you and see if there's anything that you really feel compelled to share with our listeners um, you know, before we, we um, end this evening. Well, I think we should recap what we talked about. Excellent. Okay, okay and we're going to make some points. So uh, people aren't driving their car, they might be taking <laughs> notes. So what we've understood tonight more clearly for some people is that right now everybody has a mood or a feeling, and it's either a negative mood or a positive mood. That negative or positive mood is causing us to send the matching vibration. If I have a negative feeling, I have a negative vibe. If I have a positive feeling, I have a positive vibe. In the vibrational world, there's only two vibrations, positive and negative. And right now, we're sending one of the other. We're not even doing it on purpose. Matter of fact, if we're thinking about it or reading it or writing it or doing it or observing it or visualizing or pretending or remembering, positive or negative, we're sending the matching vibration. As we send any vibration, the obedient law of attraction is eavesdropping on the vibration, matches that vibration, then gives us more of the same vibration we were sending. If you like what you're getting, celebrate it. And in the celebration, it causes you to send more of the vibration. If you don't like what you're getting then use your reset button and reset the results that you're getting by resetting the words you're using. So everybody's homework is to eliminate the words don't, not, and no. And whenever they catch themselves using the words don't, not, and no, in that very moment, I want them to say, so what do I want? You see, when you go from what you don't want to what you do want, the words change, and when the words change, the vibration changes. And... You can only hold one vibration at a time. So that will make you a deliberate attractor when you deliberately start reducing the words don't, not, and no. Mm. That's wonderful. Thanks. So, Michael, if, if people wanted to get in touch with you and wanted to work with you, do you work with people one-on-one or, or um, you know, do you I used to work with people one-on-one. How, do, how does it work? Yeah. Well, the best way to learn from me is to come to a seminar, which is kind of rare nowadays. Um, or on my website, you know, once a month I give a free e-zine. I get audio clips, two video clips, a free article. Just saying, you know what, just sign up. It's all free. I only use your email address once a month to send you my e-zine. It's packed with content. I've got about 25 articles out there. Go have fun with that. I've got about 20 videos. It's all free, free, free. And um, if you like That's my wonderful. work, then buy my book and uh, yeah, wonderful. Be, you know, be a deliberate attractor. Yes, absolutely. Ah, so, so in the last couple of minutes, Michael, what do you want for, you know, I, I really feel like we're on a precipice right now with the world the way it is and where we're, where we're going with things. And, and I'm just curious to find out what your thoughts are around that and, and what you want to attract. Well, to you know what, I'm, I was writing an article for January and I wasn't decided which route to take, but I started one that was called, uh, Thank You, Obama, We Can Feel the Change from Up Here. Ah. referring that I live in Canada and even though that you know he's not the full president yet and even when he was just running to be president mm -hmm. we could feel the change in vibration and I just get back from Malaysia they're still talking about Obama in a really beautiful wow. sense the whole world's vibration has been shifted it's amazing and, and we're going to see the material results from it quite soon yeah, so, Absolutely. and I'm so I'm even feeling that. now that the two parties aren't running against each other. There's even a, yeah. a, a nicer vibration within Americans themselves. Yeah, it's, 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 it's all gone very into good more, Yeah, they've gone into a more of a collaborative 
experience yeah. together. It's a very a exciting time. And I understand that Michelle Obama used a vision board with her and her husband. And mm. I, didn't, I haven't heard her say that. Somebody cut a piece and sent it to me. So if it's not true, I apologize. But that's the information somebody's <laughs> telling me that she did a vision board. So that is so cool if she did that. That's fantastic. yeah. So it's all very even that exciting. high up in the uh, in the government that they're using those those tools. Yes. So the article that I am going to write about in um, uh, in January is about the stock market and people's mm. uh, problems they're having right now about their investments right. in real estate and That's how right. to maintain a good vibration through all this. That would be very helpful because I'm sure there are a lot of people out there who are who are feeling the pinch right now and um, would need to uh, would, would be very happy to get a little bit of uh, advice on how to use yeah. the law of attraction in that. That area. Yes. If our show was longer, it would have been great to to get into that. Yes. But we're we're um, we're close to finishing, Michael. So I really just want to say thank you so much for um, agreeing to participate this evening. It was just a really wonderful conversation, thank and you. really offered a lot of insight to different aspects of how to use the the law of attraction. And I, I can't wait to um, to hear your book or to see your book, your new book. So, That's great. so thank you so much. I've seen the cover. It's quite beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Wonderful. Okay. Well, it was a delight. Thank you so much, Michael, and I look forward to speaking to you hopefully in the future. Okay, great. Have a wonderful um, holidays. Thank you. Take care. Good night, everyone. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vdw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus